Mic check, Miggity Mike, my mic, 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 mic check, Miggity Mike, my mic, 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 mic check, Miggity Mike, my mic, every, every year, what is going on, everybody? We are back with another episode of From My Experience Podcast. I am your host, Rob. What's going on, everybody? Yeah, y'all like that new intro? It's not the new intro. I'm just feeling good. And uh, I just want to get into a couple things today, just some personal things that have been happening that have uh, forced me to look at things a little bit differently. You know, you know when life happens to you and you're like, oh, man, I don't know about this anymore. Yeah, a lot of that going on. But we'll get into that in a moment. How are you doing? Y'all doing all right out there? Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You are listening to the sound of my voice. You are supporting the show, and I appreciate it. If you are liking, commenting, sharing, and subscribing, thank you. FME underscore podcast on Instagram, from my experience podcast on Facebook, and you know you can listen to the show everywhere. But I prefer if y'all would slide on over to Apple Podcasts and listen to the show. Why? Because over the next few months, we're going to be releasing a few things and migrating in that direction i like what they're doing over there at apple and um yeah we're gonna be heading in that direction but ladies and gentlemen i yeah there's there's just a lot (laughs) to discuss well not really a lot just a couple of points just some experiences i want to share and we're gonna get into it but you know hope you're having a good week Hope you're having a good day. Hope you're having a good life. Hope you're feeling bright. Hope you're feeling bright, enlightened. Just just stress-free or less stressed than the norm. I want all things to be well with you. Whether you're listening to this in your car, during your workout, you're just taking a break, chilling throughout the day. I hope that these words reach your mind, body, and spirit, and I can help push you to that next level. Let's get into it, ladies and gentlemen. Check one, two, three, Mike, 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 Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like this. Shout out to Romo. Hey. You gotta let it fade all the way out. (laughs) Yo, so as you can see, the title of this episode is Is It Time for a Change? Very broad, very broad, very broad. Yes, I know. But we're not talking about everything. We're just gonna talk about a couple of things that are very personal and one of them is um how you go about making decisions when it comes to business and the other is just going to be about recognizing and understanding when it's time to reevaluate your own processes now i'm going to start with the latter when it's time when when you recognize it's time to reevaluate your own processes. I'm going to stick to the business track. 
um, and then I'll transition from there. Now, me personally, I have a few different processes when it comes to business. Once I've, well, you know what? I'm gonna take that back. Creating. I'm gonna start with the. I'm gonna start with the other one. Creating decision making rules and boundaries. Let me go there because that actually leads into the business side of things. My bad, y'all. Let's start there. Yo. So I posted this on Facebook today. I said, "Am I going to take advantage of the opportunity, create my own opportunity, or be content with what I already have?" This is what goes through my mind when I make decisions. Once I pick, I pursue. I pursue it because I said I was going to, and I know that the people attached to my next opportunity are watching and listening. My track record speaks for me before I even meet and greet others. What does your record honestly, honestly say about you? So, as we have gotten older You realize one thing when you get a little bit older, me being in my late 30s, you realize that time is precious and you aren't who you once were. You have now accumulated quite a bit of life experiences, ups and downs, success, failures, confusion, and there's still things you don't know. You're not going to know it all, right? But... There are some things that you do know, and those things tend to be very particular to who you are personally. Why? Because you spend a lot of time with yourself. You live with yourself. You're around yourself all the time. So am I going to take advantage of the opportunity, create my own opportunity, or be content with what I already have? When I look at making a move when it comes to business, this is what I think about because Am I going to take advantage of the opportunity? Typically, when an opportunity is presented to me, it is someone wanting to me wanting me to do something for them, whether it's a contracted service or it is someone who wants me to do something with them, meaning for, forming a partnership. I don't really, other than services, quote unquote, I don't really sell anything one-off wise, right? So those opportunities may lead to more exposure, they may lead to more income, they may lead to more education. Um, So, you know, of course, when I think about that, I have to think also think about how is it conducive to what I'm already doing? Because I've said this a million times on the show, you know, one of my decision making factors is, is it conducive to what I'm already doing? Or is it something new that I'm adding onto my plate? If it's something new, that makes it that's a that's a eh. It makes it harder for me because that means I got to put something down. I am a former jack of, jack of all trades, master of none. Now I, I just work on, tend to work on two or three things at the most at a time. I found that that is my max capacity, honestly. I had to be honest with myself. And I said, you know, when I do this many things, I'm able to give everybody enough attention to make sure things are moving forward. When I get a little too much, then things start to slow down and I tend to drift in one direction. So that is sort of what I think about when I say, hey, am I going to take advantage of this opportunity? Do I want to work with this person or for this person or for this entity or, you know, what have you, right? Then there's create my own opportunity. Sometimes when you are presented with an opportunity, you can look at that situation or that person or that company and say, eh, 
and what you're offering is pretty dope, but uh, I can do that myself. <laughs> like, I podcast now myself. So for someone to come to me and say, oh, hey, we want you to host this podcast, mm, they'd have to work really, really hard to get me personally because I have my own podcast. I have my own podcast equipment. I have professional equipment. I have my own schedule. I have my own style. I have my own intern. Shout out to you, Erica Brooks. I have my own processes. I have a lot of stuff in place. I've already created this opportunity for myself. But let's say I didn't have a podcast and I was thinking about it. If it's something that you like, love to do, like and or love to do, and you want to do it yourself, you know, obviously there's a lot of talk about ownership, entrepreneurship, things of that nature. So, you know, the biggest benefit to creating your own opportunity is the control. It's the control of your schedule. And the control of, you know, your income. The sky is basically the limit. But, you know, you also have to think about, do I have the time and capacity to create my own opportunity? Because when someone presents you with one, typically everything is set up for you and you're just walking in and taking over something or maybe doing a little bit of building. But when you create your own opportunity, there's a lot that goes into that. But sometimes that is the best option. Lastly... Be content with what I already have. Sometimes you don't need another opportunity. <laughs> Sometimes you're good. Sometimes you just, eh, I, I'm good. Thank you. I appreciate the offer. Ah, I could create my own opportunity with that, but do I really want to? Do I have capacity to? Do I have a desire to? Is it really necessary? No. So that's what really goes through my mind. And I I wasn't always like that. I was an opportunity chaser. If it if it came from a trusted source, a close friend or someone else who I'd seen before that is known to be successful, whose record spoke for them, then I would probably dabble in it because the trust is there. They seem they seem successful, and you know typically when someone pitches something to you, they make it seem like it's the easiest thing in the world, and it's like if I can do it. You can do it, uh, which on the surface is true. But if you don't have the drive to do it, if you don't have the motivation to do it, it's not a matter of um, can I do it. It's a matter of am I going to do it? Am I going to get my behind up and actually execute and work on this thing? For me, probably not. I've said it again a million times on this show. If I'm not passionate about it, if I don't have a personal interest uh, it's not going to work for me. Or if it's not highly passive, like I'll give you a, a real life example of vending machines. I bought an ebook about, you know, uh, starting your own vending machine business. I don't really have an interest in it personally, but it is very, in my opinion, outside looking in because I'm not all the way in it yet. It is, um, a, a passive income opportunity, you know, the worst thing that I'd be doing is performing maintenance and having to go into stores and buy products. Uh, that's probably the worst of it. But other than that, I'm putting snacks in the machine. I'm making sure the machine is functioning. I'm leaving, getting some emails about maybe some stuck snacks and reimbursing some people, restocking the machine, picking up my money, and I'm out. Very passive. I don't have to work it. I don't have to watch it. I don't have to babysit it. 
I provide you with the product. You buy the product. When the product runs out, I replace it. When the machine breaks down, I fix it. If you get, if I have a customer service issue, I address it. I mean, that's very black and white to me. There's a variety of locations I can choose. So I can really create my own opportunity with this. And other than messing probably with my weekend gaming a little bit, not even that. Um, I can make my own schedule to when I refill these machines or deal with these machines. Um, I think they typically said you want to catch these things within a week of or a port or something or less. Uh, I don't really see it being a huge hindrance or, you know, really any skin off my back. So, you know, there you go. There you have it. You know, uh, am I going to take advantage of the opportunity? I don't have the opportunity in front of me. Actually, I lied. There are opportunities. Some people sell their routes. So some people will have vending machines in place. They will have them making money already. And they'll say, you know what? I'm tired of filling these sap suckers up. I've made my money off of whatever I'm going to do. Hey, I have five machines and locations that make this much money. I'll sell you all the machines and the locations, quote unquote. Basically, hey, I've already put these in place. So I'm, you basically paying for their time and effort. And I'll sell you these five machines and my vending machine route for $7,000. Am I going to take advantage of this opportunity? Meaning, all right, I got to go check these machines, check these locations, and see how I'm going to fit these machines into my schedule and take what this person's system is and make it my own. And do I have the money? These are things you got to think about, right? Or am I going to create my own opportunity? I read the ebook, I have the information, I know where to buy my own vending machines, I have my own connections for my own locations. Um, this is me speaking personally. Uh, I have a connection, not connections. So now I can say, well, I can create my own opportunity. I, I can find locations more conveniently uh, close to me. <laughs> I can find maybe safer locations. Maybe the machines that they are selling are older. Maybe I can get new machines. So now those two things are kind of button heads. But you have that third one. Be content with what I already have. Do I need to add anything else to my plate? Do I actually need this passive income? Hmm. Yeah, so that is how my process works. In this case, creating my own opportunity works best. I like having, I love my schedule, love my schedule. I love having control over my schedule. And I love being an intricate part of processes sometimes because I like to know how things work personally because I do things like this podcast and I have conversations with friends. And when people ask me questions, I like to be able to speak from personal experiences versus having to send them elsewhere or just make stuff up. So that is, those are basically, you know, my rules slash boundaries, you know, am I going to take advantage of the opportunity? Am I going to create my own opportunity or be content with what I already have? So the next step in that process would be evaluating your processes. Once the decision is made, what kind of executioner are you? How do you execute? You've made the decision. Yo, I'm going to do this. This vending machine thing, I said I'm going to create my own opportunity, right? What you going to do? Well, I personally... <laughs> Boy, I'm telling on myself today. Personally, I can be lazy sometimes. Um, and sometimes I let 
everyday life get the best of me, and I don't take advantage of the free time that I have. But in that, one of the things I try to do to make sure that I'm moving forward is I have accountability partners. Shout out to my boy, Carl Van. Um, Shout out to my lovely lady, Kamisha. Hey, baby. And shout out to my um, mentor, Mr. Corwin J. Millett. These are three of the people off the top of my head that I speak with about what I'm doing and what I'm trying to do. And when you have accountability partners, you know, they're the ones who ask you questions and say, well, what's going on with this? You said you're going to do this. What's happening? What's going on? And it's not in an annoying way. It's a, hey, I'm motivating you. You said you want to do this. I know you can do it. It's an, it's an encouraging thing. So I definitely put accountability partners in place because sometimes we think we have all the time in the world to do something but you got to remember there's somebody else thinking about what you're thinking and wanting to do what you want to do the difference is they decide to get up and do it first sometimes that that's really just the difference between you and somebody else they got up they did what they're supposed to do before you prime example i should have had my first vending machine by now honestly I've been looking, I've had the money, I just didn't do it. And I've missed out on some deals. Like, I've seen some great vending machines with the features that I want, not too far away, reasonable delivery, but because I didn't do my part, I missed out on it. So, sometimes I have to get stung a bit to wake up. So, I need to work on that part of my process, the the, 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 the actionable steps. Now, one of the things that I've done to kind of quell that is to take steps in other directions. Um, Oftentimes, I would say, well, I'll speak for myself. When I break down creating my own opportunity, I tend to look at the biggest obstacle. With the vending machines, I'm just going to strictly stick to this. With vending machines, it's really two things. Having the money to buy the vending machine, depending on where you get it from, depending on what features that you want, you're going to spend for a decent machine, probably $700 to $1,200, um, a good working condition machine. But also finding the location. Finding lo- the location is probably, for me personally, the biggest hurdle because I got to research places. I got to look them up. I got to come up with a sales pitch um, and things like that and try not to overthink, hey, man, I could put a vending machine in this car dealership. Oh, but they're across the street from 7-Eleven. So am I really going to be able to compete with 7-Eleven? Are they going to go to my snack machine and spend a dollar on a drink or a soda versus, you know, taking a two-minute walk to uh, 7-Eleven and getting a much larger variety of what I have to offer? But who knows? Maybe they don't feel like going outside that day. Maybe there's a thunderstorm. These are some of the things I get caught up in on my mind, right? in my mind, right? This is what has been happening to me. But what I have to learn to do is say, screw all that. Let me put this on my schedule. Ah, make a schedule. Put this on my schedule and say, hey, I'm going to dedicate 30 minutes a day to looking up locations. You know, And I'm going to, once I have these locations, I'm going to pick five a week and contact five locations a week and see if I can place a machine there. These are processes I have to get better at and more consistent at. But... What I've done to push myself is this. Been on social media, and I said I need to take a step forward. And you know those coupon packs you get in the mail? They send you like 50 coupons, random stuff. Like you be in an apartment, but they offering you solar panels and and window treatments and all kind of stuff. In those packs, they always 
have stuff for Sam's Club, Costco, BJ membership deals. And, you know, a vending machine has snacks in it. You want to buy your snacks in bulk at a discounted rate so you can sell them for a profit. So what I went ahead and did, I bought a Costco membership, I bought a BJ's membership, and I'm going to buy a Sam's Club membership here shortly. Um, roughly, let's just say all three, just, just for the sake of conversation, were $50. Now, I'm gonna spend, I've invested $150 into creating my own opportunity. Now, I'm single. Well, not single. Oh, gosh, I'm definitely not single. Well, when I say I'm single, I'm not married. I don't have any kids. Um, me and my girlfriend don't live together. So, honestly, I don't need a membership in none of those places. I don't need to buy 50 burger patties, okay? I don't need to buy the family size lasagna. I really don't need to go into any of those stores for anything, honestly, that I can think of off the top of my head, unless I'm doing something for a large crowd of people. So, it will piss me off to know that I spent $150 on these things and I didn't do anything with it. So, that was like the catalyst, like, all right, you have these memberships. You need to do something with it. That works for me. Taking that actionable step lights the fire. Also, one thing that my broker taught me that works is when you're trying to create an opportunity for yourself, you need to talk about it. You need to talk about what you do and what you are doing with people. And in doing so, you create opportunities. I had a conversation. I've been telling people about vending machines for probably like the last, oof, maybe three or four months. Um, and... An opportunity came about today. I was just talking casually, and I brought it up, and somebody said, hey, you know, they've been looking for vending machines here. All you got to do is talk to this person. We've been asking for them. You know, have the conversation. Oh, your boy sent an email real quick, and the conversation will be had soon. So I may have my first location already. So what gave me the confidence and gave me the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The reasoning behind the conversation is because I know I'm in better position. I already know where I can buy machines from. I've already spotted out pricing. I know I can get a machine within 10 to 15 business days. I can get a machine purchased and delivered within 10 to 15 business days. I kind of got that part down already. Now, I have a source for snacks. So having a conversation is a lot easier because in the guide that I read... They say you want to have your location first. Let the location know once you come to an agreement, hey, I'll have this machine in here in two to three weeks. I'm paraphrasing. I think they might have said two weeks. So now, once that person says, hey, you can bring your machine here, booyah. I can go ahead and make the purchase, make sure that thing gets delivered and put in place. But all of that started with me taking an actionable step. Because if I did not have these membership cards, I probably would have been more hesitant. Because now I'm looking at more things that I have to do. Granted, buying a membership to Costco, Sam's Club, BJ's is an online process that takes five minutes. But, you know, when you have, when you have five obstacles in front of you versus three, and you have a split. Let's say you're look, looking down the road. On the left side, you got five obstacles. On the right side, you got three. You're probably going to go for three every time unless you just want to destroy yourself. It's like, why do I want to make things harder on myself? I don't. So I removed some obstacles, which made it easier for me to have the conversation. There you go. So I'm still headed down that road. But in looking at how I work and knowing how I operate, it helps. I know when I'm being lazy. I know when I need my butt kicked. So I tap into those, I tap into those um, accountability partners 
and I tap into myself and say, okay, you've been hung up on this one step for too long. What else can you get done? What else needs to be done with this opportunity? I also put out a uh, Facebook message. Shout out to my cousin, yeah, Chaz. I put out a uh, um, Facebook message. Uh, da, 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 what did I say? Oh, I said, do I have any Microsoft Excel slash mathematician friends? I need some assistance. Because, and I'm pretty sure one of my accountability partners, CV, told me, hey, there's probably a template out there for what you're looking for. I want to create a spreadsheet for tracking my snacks. What's selling, what's not selling, how many did I sell, how much did I make off of this snack? I need to make a spreadsheet for this. That's another part of creating my own opportunity. So I'm like, okay, you're not out there looking for locations. What could you be doing so that when you get this location, you're good to go? I need a flyer. I need an email account. I need this spreadsheet so when I put a machine somewhere, I can track what's going on with the machine to make sure that it's profitable, seeing what people like, seeing what people don't like. I got to make a Google form you know, for people to fill out, hey, what do y'all want in this machine? There's just a bunch of small things that I could be doing Instead of worrying about the big thing that I haven't done yet. You see what I'm saying? Some people get so focused on the big part. And even if you get the big part done, if you don't have those little things done, the big part won't matter because <laughs> it's there. But if you're not tracking the income and tracking the snacks and doing your part to make sure that you're putting things in the machine that people want, it might not work out for you. Or... You might think it's not working for you, but you don't know what changes or adjustments you need to be made. So they need to be made. So it goes hand in hand. So me, I, when I've learned to recognize in my process that, hey, I get hung up on the big stuff sometimes. When I do that, I need to stop and take a look at the smaller steps and start knocking out those smaller steps. And typically those smaller steps help me um, with the bigger step, and they help. It, it, it tends to be easier in the end. So what I really need to do is flip-flop. I need to look at my process of when it comes to creating my own opportunity and say, okay, what are the small steps? Let me knock out all this stuff, because the majority of the stuff that I named a minute ago, honestly, I could sit down on a Saturday and probably knock that out in a day, maybe two, or find templates online. But, you know, numbskull Rob sometimes just won't do it. Lazy sometimes. But I recognize that, and I recognize that my process needs to change. I'm a work in progress. Pros progress is a process, okay? I'm working on it. But you know what? I try to take a step forward every day. I'm going to read something. I'm going to look at something. I'm going to save a vending machine. I'm going to do something every day. Might not be the biggest step. Might not be a leap. But I need to do something every day. All right? So that is what I have for y'all today i'm gonna go ahead and talk to my black brothers real quick and then we will get up out of here This is what I want to say to my black brothers today. I challenge you to reset your priorities and reset your responsibilities. Take a look at what you're responsible for. Take a look at what your priorities for 
and make sure you handling business. I just talked about business a second ago and how I'm lazy and um, when it comes to certain things in my processes, but I'm working on them because I do want to make more money. I'm not struggling per se, but I could be doing better, especially with the schedule that I have, especially with the opportunities that I have. So I need to sit down and I challenge y'all, sit down. What's a priority for you? What, what, you know, top three, top five, top 10. What are those priorities? What are those things you need to get done or want to get done? And then your responsibilities. What are those daily things? What are those things that are inherently attached to you and what you do in your daily life that you know you need to take care of? Top three, top five, top 10. Write them down. Look at them and say, all right, how am I going to get these right? How am I going to fix these? Maybe you need to take something off the list. Maybe you can't handle it. Maybe you're at capacity. But I challenge you, reset those priorities, reset the responsibilities, take a look at them, decompress, and attack them. Attack them. Attack them. Take care of your business. Take care of yourself. Take care of your priorities. Take care of your responsibilities. That is how we move on to the next level. Don't be afraid to take care of these things, my brothers. You can do it. You have the power, you have the knowledge, you have the skill, you have the resources to take care of those things. And I want y'all to do that. And I'm with y'all. You, Those of you who listen to this podcast, you know I am not perfect. Those of you who know me in real life, you know that I'm not perfect. I get on here and spill my guts about my mistakes and my shortcomings all the time. But I like to have these conversations for the people who are going through it with me or for the younger people who haven't been there yet so that y'all won't stumble where I stumbled. Hopefully, one of these episodes with either a guest or myself lands upon somebody's ears and it's the catalyst for you to be like, ah, you know what? I'm done with this. Let me move on to the next thing. That's all I'm trying to do. Trying to promote positivity. All right? So, my brothers, again, reset those priorities. Reset those responsibilities. Sit down Take a look at those things and say, all right, let's go. Let's get focused. Let's 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 look at these priorities. Let me let me put these things in place and handle my business. And ladies and gentlemen, with that, that's all I got for you, man. You know, from my experience, podcast is my baby. I love this podcast. This this don't even feel like work. This is like breathing for me. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And I love y'all. Thank y'all for listening, liking, sharing, subscribing. You know you can support us by shopping with our affiliates, Gardner's Garden, Acre Gold, and Jot Forms. The link is in the description. Thank y'all so much for listening. I hope that you can take some time to recognize and understand when it's time to reevaluate your processes. And I want y'all to create decision-making rules and boundaries like I've done for myself and work on those things. When you put those small things in place, it will make your life easier. I guarantee it. This is coming from a former opportunity chaser, a former jack-of-all-trades, master of none. I'm speaking from my experience, and this is from my experience podcast. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, take care of yourselves physically, mentally, financially, and we'll catch y'all next time. Peace.